0: Welcome to the Lessons Learned podcast, a podcast reflecting on the lessons we've learned and those we're still in the process of learning. I'm Komal, your host. I'm an interviewer, investor, and someone who has lived a lot of life in a short time. I built this podcast as a place for us to reflect. Be together and to learn from one another. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode two of Lessons Learned. This week's lesson is a really big one for me, and it's one that's been resonating really deeply recently and reaffirmed over and over again. The people that I most admire in the world and look up to are the ones who consistently create. What do I mean by this? When I think of the celebrities, the writers, the creators who I often go back to for their content or feel most deeply inspired by, it's those who have a track record of showing up, a track record of consistency, a track record of loving what they do, and a track record of actually creating This means a lot to me right now because I'm coming out of a season of having had a team that I managed and that I would delegate the act of creation to. I was using my creative energy to manage my team, to support them, to help them help us create our larger business. When I realized that that act wasn't being true to myself, I had a big aha moment. I realized I was spending most of my time lovingly taking care of others and helping them achieve goals that I was setting for my own business, but that I wasn't doing what I really wanted to be doing, which was just making shit that made me happy, like this podcast or like writing and starting to write my book. The things that I have most wanted to do in my life, I wasn't doing them. I was hiding behind the guys of my business and the guys of my team, and I wasn't actually deliberately creating for myself and for my heart and for this calling I have in my soul. So when I look at the people whose content I've been following for years now, it makes sense to me that they're the people who consistently create, perhaps not just for themselves. I think that that's a big a tall order to ask of people, are you constantly creating just for yourself or for the world around you? But at least they're consistently creating. So two people that I want to talk about on today's episode are Lily Singh and Jennifer Lopez. And I am a big YouTube fiend. YouTube is where I like to spend a lot of my downtime, as I'm sure a lot of us do. But what I love on YouTube is when I get a behind the scenes look into how people create and how they actually do their day-to-day. Now, Lily Singh has had a vlog channel on her YouTube for many, many years now. So far back that back when I moved to New York in 2016, I remember, or end of 2015, I remember she was simultaneously moving to Los Angeles and I was moving to New York. And I just thought this is so cool to watch her behind the scenes of this kind of massive transition going from Canada to the U.S., to chase our dreams. And years before that, seeing the behind the scenes of her world tour and before that, just the behind the scenes of her day-to-day as she created all of the things that she so desperately had within her to create in the world. Now, present day, she's taking us on the behind the scenes tour of creating her late night talk show. Lily is the first bisexual woman of color to host a primetime or large network nightly show and it's been wild to watch how she goes about creating in the back end. I am so floored, and I so deeply admire her and The Rocks and Jennifer Lopez's and and ands. The list goes on. Commitment to constantly creating and to constantly putting things out into the world. I for sure feel fear and get nervous and hide in my cave. And feel uh, like I just can't put it out into the world and I I get stuck in fear So of course the ones I admire most are The people who don't get stuck in fear and who consistently post even throughout the hardship who consistently create Even when they have low self-worth or are high in their self-doubt And when I look to lily, she's someone who shares the highs and lows And consistently creates for herself And that's something I admire so deeply and I'm really excited because this week I'm actually going to be going to her um, her celebration party for week one of A Little Late with Lily. And to see it all come together, to have had a sneak peek in the behind the scenes and to be at this point in my creative process and career where I'm actually starting to sit down and consistently do the work, it feels like a very... Like a just massive synergy, a very serendipitous experience to be able to go celebrate this woman who I've admired from afar for a long time, whose commitment, tenacity, hard work, consistent effort over time has been something I've deeply admired. And to go celebrate her and allow that celebration to hopefully give me the consistent energy and inspiration that I'm looking for so that I can keep sitting every day and writing and speaking to all of you guys and seeing where. That takes me, and what that release of creative energy for me can turn into. Next step is Jennifer Lopez. I love J Lo. I love every rom com. I love every terrible thriller. I love every album. Maybe not every single song, but many of her songs. I love her music videos. I love how she dances. I was devastated when I couldn't see her on her Las Vegas residency. And I was even more sad when I couldn't see her on her global tour that she did for her 50th birthday. But I watched a video of hers tonight. It was the behind the scenes of The Hustler's release at TIFF. And there was a few lines that she said in it that stuck with me. And someone asked her, you know, what did you expect from the release of this film? The reviews were starting to come in. It's opening weekend right now as I record this. And uh, it premiered at TIFF just a few days ago. And she said, I've been in the industry long enough to know that I can't have any expectations. I show up, I do the work, I work harder than anyone else, and then I just hope for the best. And when I think of her career, and even just, so her YouTube channel launched very recently since she uh, started dating Alex Rodriguez, he is very much... Um, in the YouTube world, started his channel a while ago, and I see her adopting some of his distribution thoughts and the behind the scenes and promotional things. And I'm actually very appreciative because I'm so curious about how her mind works, how her, what her creative process is like. And from what I see, it's that she has created conditions in her life where she can somewhat be in a constant state of creation. Whether it's designing her uh, two-hour show that was her world tour and figuring out how the songs flow together, physically moving her body and learning the routines and creating the dance routines, to learning the pole dancing for Hustlers, to producing that film, to actually getting it out in the world. She works so insanely hard, but at the center of her work is creation. She is an artist after all. And I think that we can get so hung up on the glitz and glam of what we see in Hollywood from celebrity, from the people that we admire most or look up to, especially because we're seeing mostly Instagram, social, what are they posting? What are they wearing? Who are they with? All of these things. But behind the scenes is the consistent effort over time, the consistent effort to create. When Taylor Swift creates her albums or Beyonce creates her albums, there are years of preparation, of writing, of recording. Um, planning of distribution that come in advance of us even seeing an ounce of the work that they've put in um, or the final product. So it's this creating the conditions for you to consistently create. And I think we can get so stuck in seeing the highlight reels of the people around us. But if we just come back to what we know is in our hearts for us to create, if we create the conditions around us for us to be able to do the work, to put in the time, to have conditions that allow us to consistently create. I wonder where we would all be, what that would feel like to just consistently be in that zone. I don't think I've said create or consistent more in my life than on this episode, so bear with me. But this is also important to me because I think I've been so stuck in the creating for attention And looking at numbers on Instagram or looking at what other external validations um, I've been focused on and wondering, how do I grow that? How do I grow that? How do I grow that? Instead of just asking myself, what am I here to make? What am I here to say? What am I here to tell? What am I here to share? I think we can get so stuck in, in the following, in the growth, in the metrics, in the aesthetics of things that we forget that we're humans with beating hearts and souls and hunger and desire for impact and for delicious creativity. And I think that's where we connect even more to our bodies, to our cores, to our roots, and it's in allowing ourselves to be in a state of creation and allowing ourselves to want to create. I remember the first time, someone told me I was an artist it's hard for me to accept that I being a South Asian person being a South Asian woman when we're raised we're raised to value our intellect and especially in the North American context for some of us education is such a massive part of our identity and our story and the reasons that our parents brought us here to Canada or you know moved to Canada so that they could raise their children here is to be educated to ensure that we have meaningful livelihoods, to make sure that all the sacrifices of our parents weren't wasted. So when I started feeling this creativity in me, uh, and it being such an integral and massive part of me, it it caused a lot of fear for me. It's not a traditional path that I've taken. It's not something that I see my cousins, um, my siblings, my peers doing but I know it's right for me. And so the first time that I somewhat accepted the title of artist was when I was doing my graduate studies at Waterloo. It became very evident to my advisor early on that my writing style, my essay writing style, wasn't traditional. It was very personal essay mixed with research. And that's how I learned and that's how I digested information and wanted to share information, and so she... Helped me develop my voice. Helped me use those um, module essays that I was being graded on in a more creative light. And I remember us sitting down to discuss one of them. And she looked at me and she said, "Gomal, you know you're an artist, right?" And I just burst into tears. It was a title that I struggled to accept. It's one that I still struggle to accept. I'm an artist. I'm a creative. It might sound crazy for a lot of you who are listening because that's my, that might be how you see me already, but for me it's new. For me it's coming out of denial about it. For me, I'm still feeling out what does that feel like? What does that sound like? What what do I create? And for me, it's my voice, it's my words, it's my thoughts. And it feels delicious to finally be able to get them out. Inspired by the people who have shown me the way, who have given me that sneak peek into their life. Thank you, YouTube. Thank you, Vlogs. Thank you, Lily Singh, JLo, and everyone else who has given me this gift. It feels brand new. I mean, I'm sitting here at 10.30 on a Friday night. I could be at a concert with my friends, but I decided to stay in. Because I was just so excited to record and to fulfill the promise I've made to myself to create. And so here we are. What I want to finish with is I had a really delicious and wonderful conversation with my friend Rupi Kaur, New York Times bestselling author and poet, about creating and about being an artist and about this process and her process. And she gave me some of the best advice I think I I could have gotten. And it was was more a validation for me because when I shut down CoreSpace, it was because my heart was telling me that wasn't where I was supposed to put my time. I had built this business for the better part of nine months and I created it so that I wouldn't have to be the face of it or the voice of it or any of these things. I thought that was the right way for me to go. It took a lot of time, effort, energy, money for me to realize that I was wrong and for me to finally listen to my intuition and my gut and to shut things down and to have the hard conversations with my team to let them go and to strip away the layers and the protection I had built around myself, around the identity of being in business, of being an entrepreneur, of the sexiness of that life and everything that we've been socialized to think it is now. I stripped it all away and I didn't feel afraid. You know, when I tell people that I shut my company down, we talk about, they bring up the concept of failure and all these things. And it's just like, I don't see it as a failure. I saw it as a bridge for me to get to this place where I'm actually finally able to accept my identity, accept my passion for the art I want to create and to be alone so I can finally do it. Rupee said to me, you know, forget the distribution strategy, forget the business side of things, that part of your brain is amazing. But what you need to do right now, Komal, is just sit with your microphone and speak into it. Tell the stories in your heart, interview the people you desire, and just create. And so that is what I'm starting to do. And I'm so glad you guys are all here to take this ride with me. So those are my thoughts on today's lesson, this week's lesson, that the ones we admire most consistently create. And I hope that I will continue on this path of consistent creation. So now I'd love for you to think for yourself, what is in your heart that you want to consistently create? Where do you want to be putting your time and attention and what distractions are getting in your way? What have you built around yourself to keep you from actually doing the thing that you think about nonstop all day, every day? How can you slowly start getting to a place where that is what you're working on? And don't get me wrong, it's not like quit your job, all that stuff. People always ask me at events like, I've got this idea, I've got this thing in my heart. I just want to go all in and take the leap. You still need your livelihood. You still need to take care of you. But you can at least start a little bit at a time with that thing that is deeply in your heart that is calling for you. So just start slowly making space for it. And know that I'm doing the exact same thing. Thanks, guys, for tuning into episode two of Lessons Learned. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to follow me, GOMO, check me out on Instagram at K-O-M-A-L-M-I-N-H-A-S or the show at Lessons Learned Podcast underscore. And if you have an idea of a lesson that we should dive into on the show, then slide into our DMs and submit there or on the website along with any guests you think I should interview and talk all of the things with. As always... I hope that you make some time for you this week and reflect on the lessons you're learning or have learned and take some time to celebrate all the incredible that is you. Until next time, guys. Bye!